This man is thinking about getting a pet, so he does some research and comes across a bunch of articles where people are talking about how pigs make such great pets. They say that these pigs are very smart, very intelligent, and they make fantastic pets. So this guy starts thinking, and he thinks, you know what, if a pig makes a great pet, how much more would a hippopotamus be? So he goes online, finds a place he can buy himself a baby hippopotamus, and he raises it as a pet. And you know what? He was right. This hippopotamus was amazingly smart. It caught on to all the tricks, all the things he trained this hippopotamus, it caught on to. So he ends up sending it off to college, and he gets really smart while he's there in the hippocampus. <laughs> in fact, he gets so smart that it learns how to talk. When he graduates from college, all the administrators and the president decides we should have him speak at our graduation, which, after all, he did graduate hippolotamus. So they taught him the speech from Winston Churchill's never give up. Man, word got around. Newspapers from all over the country showed up. News stations from all around the world. Everyone had their cell phones out. He went all over the internet, became viral. Pretty soon, everybody wanted to hear this hippopotamus speak at their event. And the hippopotamus becomes this amazing motivational speaker, always sharing the same speech, never, ever give up. But after a while, it just got old. I mean, they would never let him fly in first class. They always had to fly coach, and there was never enough room in the seats. The snacks were never enough, let alone trying to find a hotel where you could have pets in. It just got to be too much, and the hippopotamus, after a while, just couldn't take it anymore. He could no longer follow his own advice, listen to his own speech. Hippoquit. I'm going to show you. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is for you. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Hippo Lifer? Welcome to Hippo Life Studios, and thanks for joining us today. I am so hippo you did. Okay, easy now. Don't be so hypocritical on me. This is going to be hippo awesomeness, so just try to be a little more hippo-optimist if you can. I mean, if you think about it, it's really got some serious hippotential if we just give it a shot. I know what you're thinking. Enough already. This is getting hippopostrous. So I'll get to the point. Let's talk about being hypocritical. But before I do, I, I do have to admit that it, it's very interesting to me that humans are afraid of hippos because hippos are scary and they're violent and they kill a lot of humans every year. So that's not what's weird to me. What's weird to me, what's interesting to me is that people kill a lot more people than hippopotamuses do. So I think when we're given, you know, when we're afraid of hippopotamus, aren't we really being hypocritical? <laughs> is anyone out still out there? Hello, is this on? <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> I think this is going to be a good uh, a good episode today. 
A hypocrite is a person that says one thing but lives the other. Their life and their words, their actions and their their sayings don't line up. They're quite a bit opposite of each other. Hypocrite actually comes from the Greek word hypocrites, which just simply means actor, which I think fits in perfectly with what we talked about last week in our episode with Cameron Miller. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, I would highly recommend going back and listen to it. We talked about exploring and how there's this rectangle out there that's our whole sphere of where our problem solving can be is in this rectangle. And we're all these circles, but all these circles are in the corners because there's a bigger circle in the middle of that rectangle telling us all to look in the corners for the solution to problems. But we, we're not thinking outside the box. I mean, quite literally. We're stuck in this corner because everybody else is stuck there. We talked about the people that decide to go out there and explore the entire rectangle. There's so much to be explored. There's so many answers and solutions out there to the problems that we're going through. But if we just stick with all the other circles, with all the other people in the corner of that rectangle, we're going to get the same results we've always gotten. Because there's some circle out there, whether it be a force, a presence, people, whatever, but they're all telling us the answer's over here. So we've got people in this corner pointing their fingers at people in this corner and the people in this corner are pointing their fingers at the people in that corner. And we've, we've got all these people in these corners pointing their fingers at each other, acting like they've got the answers and the other corners are stupid. But truth is, the answer is out there in parts of that rectangle that have never been explored because we don't want to explore because it just gets too scary. That's what we talked about last week. We talked about the people that do get outside of the corner and begin to explore that entire rectangle area. These are the people that get noticed. These are the people we talked about that they make the movies about, the inspirational movies about. And then Cameron says, isn't that what we want? I mean, we all want to be noticed. Who was it that said the greatest sound in the world is a person's own name? Someone famous said that. I just read it the other day. I can't remember who said it, but we all want to be noticed, right? One of the greatest things that a person can hear, in my opinion, is what do you think? I mean, that's a question that we should be asking all the time. What do you think? I should do a podcast on that. What do you think? When someone asks you what you think, even if you don't necessarily know what to say, it just feels good that someone else is asking your opinion because we all need to be noticed. Nobody wants to be invisible. We want to be noticed. But if we want to be noticed, then how about we leave the corner? And start exploring other areas of life, other areas of this problem solution area. Because those people get noticed. And like I said, nobody wants to be invisible. I get tired of being invisible. I mean, I used to work, I've worked at several places in my life. And one place I used to work at, I would come home and my wife would ask me how my day went. And I would just, I would tell her how the day went. But, you know, in the meeting that we all had every week, you know, I would share what happened and she just thought I was crazy. Like I was being too hard on myself. I didn't really know what this, you know, what was going on because everyone would laugh at me. I'd come up with an idea and everyone would just snicker at me and laugh at me. It wasn't until she got on staff at the same place and sat in the same meetings that she said to me one day, you're right. And I said, what do you mean? I'm right. She says, they laugh at you all the time. And the funny part is, is I would say a solution, but because it wasn't in where all of them were hanging out in the corner of their rectangle. The world's a big place. This rectangle where solutions are, areas to explore, is a big place. 
but it gets small when we just hang out with all the other circles in the same spot. How can we really figure things out if we're not willing to get out of that corner where everyone else says we're supposed to be? It's time to explore. And the funny part is, like I was saying, is that I would come up with a solution to something and they would laugh at me. And then six months later, three months later, a year later, someone of fame, someone of notoriety, someone that was big in our company would come up with the same exact idea and someone else would bring it up and everyone got all excited about it and said, let's do that because this person had clout. This person had influence. This person had a lot of views, right? So to speak, they had a lot of people following them. They, they were important. They were famous. But I was like, if you would have listened to the solution, at least give it a shot, we could have been ahead of this person. Because we had this idea in front of us a year ago, but you thought it was funny because of it was me bringing that up. It's not fun to be seen as invisible, but people that make world change, people that bring change are often seen as just weird as they don't fit in because oftentimes they don't fit in. They see something that other people don't see, or they see it before other people see it. And that can be a very lonely place. We talked about last week about how, you know, we cheer these people on the screen because they're movie stars, right? They're people that we all know. And someone decided to take just a regular person's life, one of these people that were invisible until Hollywood got a hold of them. Then Hollywood put them in a movie and now they're famous and now everybody wants their attention. But before the movie came out, no one even knew they existed. Did they change? No. It's just funny to me how all of a sudden you can put somebody's life on a screen add music behind it, make it into a movie, and then all of a sudden everybody realizes how cool that person is because I think that we're all cool. I think that we all have something to offer. If Hollywood were to show up in every one of our lives, I'm convinced they could make a movie of every one of our lives and people would go, man, I want to get to know that person. We all have that. But it's funny to me that you take a person, like I remember when I used to speak at youth camps and I would get there early. And they would always have the the music group up there practicing. And oftentimes I would just go and I would introduce myself, but I wouldn't tell them I was a speaker. I would just introduce myself. I'd ask them if I could get him anything. And oftentimes they would treat me like, who's this guy? You know, we're the special music this week. You know, we're vital, we're important. And they are important, but not because they're doing special music. Right? I've had some people... (laughs) The way some of them respond to me, and then when they found out I was a speaker later, everything changed because all of a sudden now I was the speaker because all of a sudden I was the guy on the stage. It's funny to me how we put someone on a stage and our whole attitude changes about them or somebody gets more follows or likes or, or somehow goes viral with one of their videos. And now they're the star. They're this other ego. They're this, they're cool now. And I agree with that. They are, but they're cool before they ever become famous. And a lot of the world change comes from people that no one ever even notices. We cheer for the person on the screen, but we forget the real people that are right in front of us. And that bothers me sometimes. Why would it matter that I'm on a stage or I'm on a screen? Why would it matter? Your greatness doesn't matter whether you're on a screen or on a stage, but oftentimes people don't treat you like you're great until they see you on a stage or they see you on a screen. But real change doesn't come from the mainstream. It doesn't come from the corners of that rectangle where everyone is hanging out. That's not where real change comes from. And the mainstream, the crowd stays in the safe corners of life 
The safe corners of that problem area rectangle, whatever Cameron called it last week. Make sure you check out last week's episode. But they stay there because there's these big circles, whether they're people or forces, or whatever, telling us, hey, just stay safe, stay in the corner. That's what everyone else is doing. And we judge whether something is good or right by the popularity of the people. Everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is there. That person isn't doing what everyone else is doing, so they must be wrong. Really? Maybe they're right. Because oftentimes the mainstream, the crowd, just they, they're like sheep. They just follow the voice of that large circle. But the real solutions, the real heroes are those that go out there and discover, like Ralph Waldo Emerson said, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. That's where change happens from. When people just aren't staying in the corner, they're going where other people haven't explored before. And they're leaving a trail. They're leaving a legacy. They're leaving something important. It's a dangerous thing when we tend to make it all about people's fame and, and, and how big somebody is and how you're important, whether you get noticed by millions or you get noticed by one, that's important. And sometimes the people that get noticed by the small, by the one or two people, to me, sometimes that's even more potent than those that get noticed by everybody because that's a whole nother ball game. When you're doing something for just one or two people, it's a whole different DNA of why you're doing it than when you're doing it for millions of people, right? Because that's kind of what you do. And I'm not saying that people that are big and famous are bad. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying just because someone has a big name doesn't mean that they are right or doesn't mean that they have a solution. I'm saying we all have something to bring to the picture here. I was talking with Joe McCarthy of Mojo Studio this last week. And he wrote this blog and he's got a lot of great stuff in there. The stuff he says, it's so inspiring. It's so hopeful. It's so, it's awesome. In fact, I would recommend you go to mojo.studio, M-O-J-O-E.studio. I'll leave a link. You can read this blog for yourself and you can read his other blogs. It's a great place to go and check out because he's powerful. (laughs) And when you're powerful without being famous, then you're powerful for a different reason. You're not powerful because of popularity. You're powerful because there is something deep about your life. There's something special about your life, not because everyone else says you are. Does that make sense? Anyway, check out what he says. Quote, the great Bertrand Russell is quoted as saying, do not fear to be eccentric in opinion for every opinion now accepted was once eccentric. That's one of my favorite quotes too. And he goes on to say, George Bernard Shaw famously said it this way, all great truths begin as blasphemies. He said that in his play, Anajanska, 1919. Wow. All great truths begin as blasphemies? What? That's something we got to think about a little bit. (laughs) Mojo says some seriously deep stuff. He goes on to say, dreamers, he said that in quotes, dreamers are often those who are ahead of their time ahead of the curve, seeing the future before it arrives. Unfortunately, their eccentricity has often been labeled as ridiculous, heretical, insane, and or demonic. Many great minds were shunned, ostracized, banned, vilified, excommunicated, and even killed for their brilliance, including but not limited to. Now check out this list that he puts out right here. There's some serious names in here. 
every great truth was began as a blasphemy. The people said, that's stupid. And yet we see it as, do not be feared to be eccentric in opinion for every opinion now, except it was once eccentric. It was a blasphemy at one point. Anyway, let me get back to to Joe's, um, to Joe's blog here. Here's the list of people that were shunned, ostracized, banned, vilified, excommunicated, even killed, were considered ridiculous, heretical, insane, and or demonic. Check out this list. This is a big list. This is a powerful list of some very powerful big people. Aristarchus from 310 BC to 230 BC. He believed in the heliocentric solar system where the sun stayed still and everything rotated around the sun, and they thought that was the stupidest thing in the world. That was 310 to 230 BC. In 1473 to 1543 AD came along Copernicus, who also said that the whole world went around the sun. It was a heliocentric solar system. Galileo from 1564 to 1642, talked about the earth rotating daily revolves around the sun. Johannes Kepler, 1571 to 1630, talked about elliptical orbits and was considered just stupid, was shunned, ostracized, banned, vilified, because he stuff that we know is truth today. But when they came out with it, it was like blasphemy. Inyaz Simmelweis, I hope I'm saying a lot of these names right. From 1818 to 1865, he said that hand washing saves lives. This whole idea of bacteria and, and all, it was considered just absolutely ludicrous. But he was right. Mendel from 1822 to 1884 talked about genetic inheritance. Louis Pasteur from 1822 to 1895, was telling people that germs spread disease, and they thought he was just stupid, that he was from another planet. Albert Einstein, 1879 to 1955, talked about the cosmological constant. Check it out. It's way too deep for me to get into. I'm just going through this list that that Joe put out. George Zweig, from 1937 to present, talks about the existence of quarks. These are called dreamers that Joe said are those who are ahead of their time. They see the future before it arrives. Unfortunately, he says their eccentricity has been often labeled as ridiculous, heretical, insane, and or demonic. They were shunned, ostracized, banned, vilified, excommunicated, and even killed for their brilliance, for their dreaming. Joe goes on to say, not coincidentally, the most famous speech given by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who was martyred, for his progressive ideas of equality, is titled, I Have a Dream. And the late John Lennon of the Beatles, fame is widely associated with his timeless hit song, Imagine. Lyrics that Joe says that just may have gotten him killed. Imagine all the people living in peace, Imagine no possessions, I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger, a brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. John Lennon said he was a dreamer and he's not the only one. Those people that get famous. I love all the movies like... Hoosiers, Mr. Holland's Opus, Moneyball. But I like the ones where the old guy that everyone thinks is crazy, but they come in all of a sudden when they start, you know, winning the games or they start, 
you know, then everyone's like, wow, what a great story. But the person, when they were living that story before a film or movie was made of it, it, it was not that big of a deal. But if we could all, like John Lennon says, I hope you'll someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. And there's other people out there that have something to say. You have something to say. We all have something that's important that we bring to the table. And just because Hollywood doesn't take our life and add the music in the background, put us on a screen, just because somebody of some big company or somebody of importance in the world's eyes says, hey, you got something off, I'm going to place you on a stage, does not mean that we are any less potent. And then Joe says, quote, why do most of us try so hard to be normal, which doesn't even exist? Be true to your own weird self. But weird here is spelled W-Y-R-D, which is, Joe says, a Norse word which originally meant to become. W-Y-R-D, meant to become. Joe says, I love the word W-Y-R-D, weird, so much that I created a graphic design for it and emblazoned it on various products in the Mojo Studio Store. Like I said, go to mojo.studio. You can check out all of his blogs, check out his product. You won't be disappointed. Joe goes on to say, the good book, he's talking about the Bible here, even describes believers, those who have faith in someone they cannot prove exists this way. Strangers and aliens, not of this world, and peculiar people. It also says that God himself uses foolish things to confound the wise. Sounds pretty weird, W-Y-R-D, to me. So count me in. With all that in mind, Joe ends, I humbly yet boldly challenge you to dream bigger. D-R-E-A-M, D, dig deep into your desires. R, realize your unlimited potential. E, embrace challenges. A, accept what you cannot change. M, motivate others to do the same. In fact, I double dog dare you end quote history repeats itself we're taught this in school to cause us to listen in our history classes because history repeats itself it's one thing to make a mistake but it's another thing to see someone else make a mistake and then make that same mistake <laughs> mark twain said history doesn't repeat itself but it does rhyme and probably all of us have heard somewhere along the line, something along the lines of this line right here that says, because those who can't remember history are condemned to repeat it. Let me end with this. A man walks down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. He falls in. He's lost. He's hopeless. It isn't his fault. It takes him forever to find a way out. The next day, the same man walks down the same street and there's the same deep hole. He pretends that he doesn't see it. He falls in again. He can't believe he's in the same situation, in the same hole, but it isn't his fault. It still takes him a long time to find a way out. The next day, the same man walks down the same street and there's that same deep hole. He sees it's there, but he still falls in. It's a habit now. <laughs> but his eyes are open. He knows where he is. It is his fault. He gets out immediately. The next day, the same man walks down the same street. There's that same hole in the sidewalk. He walks around it. 
So I guess I said all that to say this. Stuck in front of the TV, froze on the couch in a daze. Not sure what I should do, how I should act, how I should behave. We all love the movies where the little guy, you know, the one with the ideas or style that's different, makes it. Something deep inside makes us want to cheer their uniqueness. To stand up and say, yeah, good for you, you go ahead, be different. Because we all know that old way, it wasn't working anyway. Was it? So go ahead, cheer for the strange thinker on the screen. But don't miss the life changers, the ones in front of you, the real things. All but a few missed Jesus when he came, because he didn't look the part, didn't act the same. So they missed him. Man. I wonder how many sit on the other side, the side lonely, the side misunderstood. When all the crowd's attention goes to the noise, not where it should. Unique means like no one else, different, strange, alone. The movies, the drama, they try to portray the heart, the hurt, the song. But a movie, it's over in an hour or two. Real life goes on forever and ever, it seems. The masses, the few. So go ahead. Cheer for the strange thinkers on the screen. But don't miss the life changers, the ones in front of you. They're the real things. All but a few missed Jesus when he came. Because he didn't look the part and he didn't act the same. So they missed him. Don't miss him again. Just don't. Check this out world change most often comes from ones that are missed by the crowd because their lives are so quiet but their message is so loud so if you're going to cheer for the drama on tv then look around for the invisible the unique the lonely just stop invest some time and listen to the heart don't laugh ignore Or look down on their art. So go ahead. Cheer for those strange thinkers on the screen. But don't miss the life changers. The ones right in front of you. They are the real thing. Remember, all but a few missed Jesus when he came. Because he didn't look the part. And he didn't act the same. So they missed him. Don't miss him again. Listen so you won't miss him. Don't judge the messages simply by the ones who give them. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge something just because a lot of other people, because he's popular, because the whole, all those little circles hanging out in that corner. (laughs) Look for those that are out there that are maybe misunderstood and don't judge them, but look deeper into their life. What are they really trying to say? Find those that are a little eccentric, a little bit different. There might be a reason why they're different. They have something to bring to the table and they can bring a solution that we're never going to find by following the mainstream. Don't just 
click like on the posts on the things that everyone else has liked. Don't just watch the videos that have all the views, but find the videos that only have a few views and give them a chance. Find the people that no one else sees and give them a chance. Listen to them. You'll be surprised what you can learn. And what's the worst that can happen? You don't learn anything, but they end up feeling better about themselves. So you end up feeling better about yourselves. Yeah, don't miss them. Don't miss them. Remember, life isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve Ace.